Hello, everybody. I think we're all here. Things look right. Worked. Welcome, we gamers. There we go. Sorry about that. Technical issues. Restream is all messed up. So I didn't want to point this out because I know Joe is doing behind the scenes trying to get this. But you're an Apple boy today, Matt. Yeah, I noticed that too. Matt and I are Googles <laughs> and I'm Apple. Frame is that's, very classic Apple right what, now. What, what's to come? A sign of what's to come? Yeah. Yeah, the more I you use the iPad, iPad, the more I get indoctrinated into the Apple ways. <laughs> nice. How has the uh, iPad been? It's pretty fantastic. Like, using it, so it's a double-edged sword, because using it has been what I wanted for taking notes. It's quick, the display turns on uh, really, really fast, and I can start taking notes with the Apple Pencil immediately. The case that I have, uh, the Apple Pencil just pops right out of the side of it, and I can start taking notes. Um, on the, on the flip side of the convenience of that, uh, it makes me want to now take notes everywhere I go. So I find myself like wanting to reach for my phone and then just jot notes down really quick. But uh, I don't have a dual screen phone to take notes on or like a Galaxy Note or something to take notes on. It's so pretty, the... pretty soon he's going to go into the bank. He's going to go into the bank and then he's going to be like... He's going to be like, oh, hold on, I need to take notes and pull out his uh, his iPad and <laughs> take notes at the bank. <laughs> Unsheath my iPad and start taking notes. I mean, it's just, it's it's a pretty fantastic experience because the pencil with the tip glides in a way that doesn't feel like, I don't know, like a crappy stylus. It's, it's hard to explain. It's It's close to writing in like a regular notebook with the amount of resistance that it provides. But it's kind of like a a pen where it glides on the surface, so uh, it's mm -hmm. been a little bit addicting actually taking notes. Sounds on like it. you need an iPad Mini. Oh man, the new iPad Mini was such a like probably one of the most that I've ever wanted an Apple device. Watching the I iPad went, Mini, I went to the Apple store today to pick up uh, Roy's uh, product red case <clears throat> for his. 13 Pro Max, and there was there was somebody there that was buying two iPad, two iPad Airs, and then a iPad Mini. Damn! Like damn. Spend the purchase. Yeah. Um, but the iPad Mini is it is nice. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like uh, if 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 I hadn't bought my iPad Air, I would have probably bought the iPad mini. It is so nice. It is so beautiful. I mean, I just, I, isn't that a surprise? Like you're a guy that loves big screens, but I, I'm to me, I'm finding out that I don't need the biggest and the best screen. I have the iPad 12 pro and it works fine with me. I don't, I don't with it. So, um, I'm I'm learning that I don't really need a a bigger device. Never thought I'd hear oh. the day. I didn't. So, um, 
I'd get yeah. the iPad mini if I was going to get an iPad today. Do you still have your original mini? I do still have my original first gen mini. It uh, it does not get used for anything, really. Uh, the most I used it for in the past like few years was when I was working graveyards. I would throw some white noise on it while I was trying to sleep during the day and everybody was home. Hmm. Speaking of that, supposedly, I forgot to check that, supposedly there's a way to, by default, have your iPhone play white noise as of iOS 15 through Control Center. I always meant to test it out, and I never did. I saw it online. If you trigger really, a it has sleep nothing mode? To do with... Well, it's, it's... Oh, it is there! So if you add the hearing to Control Center and you long press it, there's a background sound... And oh yeah yeah you can do white noise yeah noise. that's pretty cool um i have an app that i like uh that's so much better it's called um it's called dark noise mm-hmm. um really like the lake the lake one on there we used to listen to it at night and play it on our um home pod when we had it um in the bedroom at night um, mostly fred meyer and they got HomePods there, HomePod Minis, and I was like, so tempting, so tempting. Uh, how much is the HomePod now? Isn't it like $99? It's not even 150. 150 What a purchasable price. That's fantastic. I know. See, it would go great with your, it would go great with your um, iPad, Matt. And only that. It would be so complicated to use it with anything else. No, it wouldn't. Siri talks you through everything. Oh, my gosh. She'll talk me through everything and then forget what she's telling me halfway through. And I'll be like, no, Siri, I didn't ask that. I would choose choose the HomePod Mini over an Amazon Echo device. Sorry, what? Uh, Matt. Evans. Evans, yes. Um, If you're using Sidecar... With your iPad and your Mac. I assume the touchscreen controls don't work with Sidecar. No. Okay. Why? I was I was just thinking, because when whenever I'm practicing my I mean, coding and I'm there is a there is a I mean there is a little touch bar that you can add to the left, I believe, I wanna say, or the right or the top or the bottom. But it's not like I mean you can't you can't touch something on the Mac part of part of the screen um but you don't really need to because you have a mouse so you just move your mouse over so so the the reason i ask is whenever i'm practicing my coding and i'm watching the instructional video over on my macbook and i'm doing the coding right here on my monitor um sometimes i'll need to pause to make sure that I'm, i'm i'm getting my code correctly and that is just the most annoying thing to have to like Pause, play, pause right there. That's what I do. So when I'm watching, so when I'm watching video and I'm coding and they get too far ahead of me, if you know, um, I'm trying to learn something new or whatever, I just hit the pause button on my, it's like F9 on my keyboard and I just hit pause and I unpause it, pause it, unpause it. And it like goes, I can, I can fast forward. I can do other things, but mostly I just pause it. There is a play pause button on the keyboard. I don't know why 
I never thought of this. I've been like struggling yeah. with like moving the mouse over and then like, you know, you got to click the, the window and then you got to click the pause button. And then I got to come yeah. back over to my code and click the code window. And so I should try this play pause button. This could revolutionize things. It mm. it does totally. So I keep the, I keep the, I keep the learning, whatever I'm learning at the top. And uh, I just like, I'll play and pause it, you know, um, throughout the video, if I if I feel like I'm trying to do something, if I'm trying to code at the same time and trying to figure out how to do something, I'll play and pause it until I figure out. Um, I'm about to go because twenty minutes. Because as a developer, you don't ever you don't ever know everything. Like you're always looking for YouTube videos or development blogs to try and figure out things, and um, you know, uh, yeah, I've actually been thinking about doing a Twitch channel where i just do development i code on the screen so i think that would be kind of a cool cool thing to do so well i'm glad i asked you because i'm about to go into a 20 minute video on flexbox and i can just see myself like play pausing rewinding because i couldn't pause it fast enough and 20 minutes is 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 a nice long module when most of them are like four to eight minutes yeah uh, I was programming something with Flexbox the other day, um, and yeah, it was it's very beneficial. So, well, yeah, I mean, he, he was take, he went take over the float method. He went over the so float I, method, and he's like, "Here's this," um, and it's not really the the most useful way to do it. But I, you know, so there are some places out there still that still use float, so that's why you need to learn it. But in the next lesson, we're going to teach you much better ways to do this with Flexbox. So Flexbox I graduated is a CSS. Uh, yeah. What language or or development? It's style? just a proper. It's just a property. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. It's, property. It's basically so, so you can wrap wrap text around or wrap uh, different boxes yeah. around, have them next to each other, uh, containers and whatnot. It's just a way to make your layout nice and neater, so you can have things left, right, wrapped and not wrapped and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I graduated, well, I didn't graduate, but I completed my, um, front end development bootcamp. Um, so, uh, I can add that to my list, but I was, uh, during the class, they taught you bootstrap, which is, uh, developed by Twitter. It's a CSS framework. And, uh, I discovered this other one that I absolutely love. And it's called Tailwinds. It's Tailwind CSS. And oh my God, it is the most amazing CSS framework. Like I am redoing my entire portfolio project into it. I can I can literally develop light mode and dark mode in CSS um, language in class names. Um, and classes. Tailwinds is what it was called. Ta- it's called Tailwind CSS. It is absolutely you build modern is, websites without ever leaving your HTML. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to go into building frameworks or building CSS. Um, I mean, you can do everything. I was learning how to do CSS basics, and Matt's like, learn the basics, but don't really bother going too much beyond that right now because you don't uses need CSS to. Because I mean, you you need to know how to you you need to know how to write CSS because if you need you to want to know the concepts custom, behind it, yeah, you you need to do that. But um, using a framework is like so much easier. Like people don't well, write I mean, CSS I, I anymore. A little bit of bootstrap, I mean, and it was easier. 
But you're yeah. right. I mean, I need to know, I need to know the basics of Bootstrap because you're uh, not Bootstrap of CSS because you're still going to use CSS to some extent. Exactly, you, you are. Your styling from the framework. Yeah, but I I'm doing I I haven't written like I written a lot of of CSS in Bootstrap uh, to override some of my things because I couldn't do certain things that I wanted to in there, and I found Tailwinds and Tailwinds is so. Oh, it's so fantastic, and it's so easy um, to write things in. You can change font sizes, everything. It's it's um, so anyway. So I'm working on the light and dark mode right now, um, and basically, uh, whatever your operating system is set up. So if you have a Mac or a Windows, and you're set up for dark mode in there, the website will automatically detect that, and then automatically frame your website for dark mode if that's what you are using or light mode. So you can literally change it in your operating system and it'll change the website. I'm looking at uh, tailwindcss.com and I'm looking at some of the examples and it does look pretty, pretty, pretty nice. It is. It is. It is so, it is so nice. Um, you should definitely check it out. So Joe, how are you doing? As an unmute, apologies. Uh, no, pretty I good. You were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I'm sleeping. Uh, Welcome no, back. Thank you. I'm doing very well. Um, I've been very busy with work, but I'm happy to be back on the uh, the podcast. I'm glad you guys we're didn't to move back. on without me. No, the podcasts are so much better without with 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 you rather than without you. Thank you. So we appreciate you. Absolutely. Okay, so, like, you guys have inspired me to get back into web coding. So I made a little tool for my job that uh, helps us track the amount of products that we make during the day. And then we just write down that information and then give it to basically our boss at the end of the day. So, like, I got back into JavaScript. I kind of tested, I think, a little bit of not... I don't think it's Bootstrap. It's the other one that Facebook developed, I think. React. React. React, yeah. yeah. So I think I have like a little bit of React code in my website. Uh, very, very straightforward. Custom, Not customizes, but like contains everything and allows it to flex based on the browser type that you're using. Uh, so both you and Roy have inspired me to get back into that. And it was definitely not difficult. I watched like one tutorial on how to code in uh, JavaScript, JavaScript just to get like back into it and then watch mm -hmm. something on React. It was like super straightforward. So frameworks definitely yeah. help. Yeah, frameworks are awesome and libraries, um, you know, like JavaScript libraries um, just just make life so much easier. So, and there's there's a great community out there of people that'll help you too. If you get lost, like you can reach out literally on Twitter, um, to developers on there and stuff like that. And forums, there's discord chats that you can use to, to get help. And, um, yeah. So Matt, by the and, way, I'm curious, uh, how do you like living alone? It's been awesome. And also, like detrimental to my free time uh because before i was mindful of my roommate space 
now I don't have that. So I found that there's a ton of like stuff that I've collected over the years from working at GameStop and working at Fred Meyer, um, like video game memorabilia, like collector's edition things, uh, like the Halo Reach statue that came with the legendary edition of that. I have like, oh yeah, are you bringing that down this week? <laughs> I was going to put it right here in my office. <laughs> if you if you want it, I will legit give it to you. <laughs> I he's missing one of the guys is missing a hand. I don't know if how you're getting happens. if you're getting rid of it. I'll take it, but I don't want to take it if you're not getting rid of it. If you're using, oh, I'm definitely it. getting rid of it. Oh well, then I'll take it. Awesome, thank you. Um, I'll take any I'll take any Halo stuff that you got. <clears throat> I need to get Halo it. I need to. I, I actually need to get back into playing Halo because um, I really want to, but uh, I just have so much stuff going on right now that it's just not feasible for me. I'm I'm going I'm I'm starting my back end development this week, um, and so as soon as I'm done with that, another four weeks, then I'll have I'll have some more time on me. But I'll be looking forward to I'll be looking forward to uh, trying out some cloud gaming from Microsoft. So. Would you be doing it from the Halo Infinite Limited Edition Xbox Series X that they announced? Uh, probably not. Oh, I would hope not. I will probably, I will probably <laughs> be doing it. I will probably be doing it from my iPad. <laughs> Definitely a more cost-effective choice. Have I you seen? Get, I need to get a. I need to get a controller. I need to get a controller um, that I can pair with it. So. Mm. I might, I might have a spare Xbox One. Controller. I might have one. I might have one. I just gotta look around for it. But I probably have one. I, there's a box in storage that has all my Xbox games in it, um, and I might have it in there. Um, I do have an Xbox around here somewhere, but, um, but yeah, I'll have to see what I can find. So, if you can plug it into your like iPad, let's say, or uh, maybe your uh, what MacBook. I can or do it with Bluetooth. I can do it the, with Bluetooth. There's two generations of Xbox One controllers, so you'd have to have the second generation, which does have Bluetooth uh, in it. The first one didn't have Bluetooth, so yeah, I don't know what I have. I'll have to. I know that I can pair my Bluetooth controller with my Apple TV to use Apple Arcade. I imagine that's through Bluetooth. Mm. I think it's through Bluetooth. It would be. You could just bypass all of that, Matt, and get the new Halo Xbox One controller, assuming they sell it separately. But have you guys seen, any of you seen the new Xbox One Series X Halo console? No. no. I'm going to look it up right now. You should look I mean, at I, it. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. I have an Xbox One, and it will be available on Xbox One, so I don't feel a huge need to go out and buy an Xbox Series X. I have a friend that, that bought a Series S when they first came out because he couldn't get a Series X. And then, like, a week ago, he finally got his hands on the Series X, and he's like, hey, Roy, I'll sell you my Series S for $250. I do I do like that. I do like that controller. It's just, like, a black controller with, like, gold um, around it. Yo. It's got a gold X. That Xbox looks sick as fuck. I will not sugarcoat it. <laughs> that is so fucking cool. <laughs> that is, I, God, why did you why did you show that to me, Matt? That's gorgeous. I I if it didn't look so cool, I was it expecting it to look really nice. 
I love like the star pattern up at the top and then like the halo details Yeah. that surround the series series X. It's pretty pretty classy. All the plating. The plating looks super cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I Really mean, the great controller design. is beautiful too. It is. Is that a picture is that a picture of the Apple car in the front of it there? Oh, I think Do you see this I think little you car? might be right. It's like a little car. It looks like a little car. No, I actually don't <laughs> see what you're talking about, but I just oh assume no, that I there's hidden it looks references like it's got of like the Apple doors car open. everywhere. See the so you see the little you see the little space up there, right? I don't know. Are you're on the the official stars. like Microsoft Yeah. website? Okay, yeah, you Yeah. see the stars and then you see the black the black Oh, shape right below the star. the Black the cutout. lines around it. Looks like a little car. <laughs> okay, I'm well, sure Apple I'm Car I'm sure confirmed. Microsoft is uh showing off the Apple car. That makes sense. Well, it's gonna. It's either gonna put them out of the computing business, or they'll have to join it and start developing for it. So, Yeah. you know, my. So wait, Matt, are you gonna get it? Probably I not. so so, Matt. Both of the match should. I'll get it if Matt does. Mm. Five hundred and fifty bucks is a lot of money. For a piece of art, please. It is nice. Don't get me wrong. This Oh. reminds me of the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Xbox One. Probably the most I've ever coveted a console before because it just had it was similar to this and like its military design and like the kind of plating style. Um not as like cool as this one with the stars, but I really, really liked it. And this kind of reminds me of that. And every time I see that Xbox, I'm like, man, should have gotten that even if I never would have played it, because I just like it as like a, a visual piece. And this one kind of feels the same. So you're going to Matt get could it. get it. If Matt gets it, I'll get it. Matt's not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no and way. then, then my hands are tied. <laughs> uh, I don't know that you can buy the controller separately, though. Probably Oh, wait, you can. not. For $200. What? Yeah. Hold your friend. $199.99. Oh. Why? Why have controllers like popped off in the last like three years? Like buying a brand new controller for a, a current gen console, it, it's so expensive. They're like Holy $70 cow. or something, but a hundred and two, a hundred and ninety nine, two hundred bucks. $199. Yeah, $199.99. Available on Do people play that much Fortnite on everything? Like, $11.59. why is it so expensive? Well, I guess it's an elite controller, but like, still. <laughs> it is. It's an elite wireless, um, yeah, wireless controller series 2. Fun fact, uh, NDA is being broken here. Um, the Elite controller is what is used uh, for a lot of uh, esports observing. Those are, uh, they're very good controllers. Good to know. I mean, I've only heard good things. Like, despite the price that the Elite controller has been, I've only heard good Yeah. things about it. And the fact that you can customize it so much is cool. And it comes with that. It comes with a case, I think. Yes. Which, like, play really nicely. So, 
Yeah, this one has a this one has like a wraparound rubberized grip too for it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, uh, it comes with free shipping and hassle-free returns. You buy directly through the Microsoft Store. Don't go to Amazon. What uh, <laughs> what Halo game do you uh, do y'all think is the best? Uh, I really liked Halo Three. Yeah, I'm holding up three fingers. Reach. I'm gonna say Reach. I thought the storytelling in Reach was amazing. The ending of Reach, if it didn't tug at your heartstrings, there's something wrong with you. It was, it was everything that I thought that I thought that they were going down the wrong path with Halo. So many, so many people were so disappointed in Reach, though. Um, well, they're wrong. I don't think I've talked to one of those people, though. Like besides myself, I feel like I'm the only person I've met that that had anything negative to say about Reach at all. Mm. Uh, I've talked to quite a few people that didn't like Reach, and I still stand by my original decision that three was three was the best. Mm. I'm actually currently playing through the Halo series with a buddy from work. Um, we haven't played in a couple months, but we played through one, we played through two. We're almost done with ODST. And then we're on to Halo 3, and then we'll do uh, 4, 5. So, Roy, you should be buying this Xbox Elite. I don't. I I mean, I don't game enough anymore. Apparently you do. You'd probably game. I don't game enough either, but we could all come over to your place and have a a party there. (laughs) I mean, most of my gaming takes place, like, on my 3DS or my Switch. Um, I've also been I've been playing through the Metroid series in preparation of Metroid Dread, so I did emulate um, Metroid Mission on my phone um, because I, I trying to find Zero Mission is like I don't I don't have that kind of money. Let's just let's just say that Metroid no, Dread looks fucking gorgeous. I'm really excited because, for that game. So I've never played I never played through. Um, the first Metroid, and I never played through Super Metroid. I played through really? Return of Samus. Really? So I played through Zero Mission, because that, that is a remake of the first game, plus the Zero Mission uh, mission. Did that. Played through uh, uh, Samus Returns on the 3DS, which is a remake of uh, Metroid 2, which was on the Game Boy. You played all I'm the bad shit. I'm sorry. I'm, certainly, I'm currently in the middle of Super Metroid now, um, which I've never played until now. And then next, I will go back and replay Metroid Fusion just in time for Metroid Dread to come out. That's sick. And like you bypassing Zero Mission by emulating it, I don't blame you because you would have had to spend apparently like eighty dollars on this cartridge if you wanted oh, that's to like cheap. official cartridge. Is that's it? cheap. Oh my bar was set so low, I guess. How much I was looking it was like hundred and fifty dollars when I looked. Well, I mean, if you want it with case and everything, like brand new, maybe wrapped, you could drop a cool seven hundred dollars. Holy crap! People love. Alrighty, is it is it, is it time, gamers? It is time. Roll that intro, gamer. All right, I'm muting you. Later.